0: Hello, and welcome to another new episode of the Golden Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shy. Shy, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm so stressed about my future that I'm all itchy and rashy, schmoopaloos.
0: <laughs> that seems accurate.
1: Paraphrasing the words of the great Jeff Schwartz before he gave his valedictorian speech.
0: Uh I remember it so fondly.
1: How about that Sam Lerner hanging with hey, the rock?
0: How about him? He's on, big time on ballers
1: on ballers. Yeah. And he and Rob Corddry have a lot of scenes together where it's mostly Rob Corddry oh, wow. verbally abusing him.
0: Well, I'm sure he doesn't mind that.
1: It's the last season of that show, but as always as a, as a, as a, as a Sam Lerner fan, I would love to see a spinoff of him and Rob Corddry as sports agents.
0: Hey, we're all learner heads over here. Oh yeah. Give us give us more Sam Lerner.
1: Follow my Instagram to see Sam Lerner GIFs cuz I make them often. Of him on Ballers specifically, not just any show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just Ballers. No, you just make random Sam Lerner uh GIFs like of reactions of paparazzi pics or whatever.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing, too. <laughs>
0: You, you gif his, his own Instagram story because you just can't get enough. That's a real learner head right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. How are
1: you doing? How was your summer?
0: Dude, I had a summer, just like Erica said. I mean, it went by fast, but it also felt like it, it was three years long. I got a new puppy. Excellent. Yeah. Do we talk about our puppies? I don't know.
1: No, I don't think no, our my dog only came in like August. I don't think we've done an episode in a while. Yeah, wait. Our your our dogs came in. We each got dogs at the same time.
0: Yeah. So, we've both had our dogs like a little over a month. And each day feels like a week with a puppy. They always say, "Oh, it's going to be hard." I was like, "Yeah, I took that and I listened to it." And then the Puppy came and it's like way harder than everyone said. <laughs> it's a puppy, like a lot.
1: It's a lot a of pu- work. A puppy is harder than a kid because a kid, you know, are gonna at a certain point do certain things for themselves. A puppy, they're just they'll they'll graduate past a certain point of being a kid, <laughs> but they're a lot of work. But and like I, Lucky, I feel like Murray,
0: that you have kids and you're still saying that so. Thank you. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. It's why I didn't want a dog. <laughs> <laughs> the the dog kept uh, us up the other night, which doesn't bother me so much, but it bothered Allie. But but she's the one who wanted the dog. So the next morning, I was just like, hey, guys, you want to give him back? Like, is it like too much? Everybody freaked out. I was like, oh, too soon? Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> I joke about that, too. And no one gets my joke. And it's my dog, so... <laughs> I'm just like, uh, this is a fun experiment, so maybe maybe not for me. But no one no one laughs. Thank you for laughing.
1: Oh, absolutely! I I get it. And we get each other. We I, get I, it. I exactly. And I bet I bet Murray felt the same way about Lucky.
0: Totally. And look at them now. Thick as thieves.
1: I love those shots of Murray just holding Lucky. That oh, remind, I know. reminds me so much of my dad. With, his, it with, warms with our, our dog heart. growing up.
0: It warms my heart that he actually loves this animal so much more than his kids. Because it's like <laughs> it's like my dad. My dad, my dad loves the dogs way more than he loves us. Really? I mean, maybe now. Maybe now, actually. <laughs> that we're out of the house. Maybe now.
1: Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we've got a yeah. big. We've got. We've got. We've got to get real here now. I think we've been. I think we've been procrastinating because we've we've got to talk about some real stuff, right?
0: Yeah, we've been dancing around it. We've been dancing around it for a little bit now. Um, it's probably why we've taken so long for a podcast because we knew we had to get real, get down to business, roll up our sleeves.
1: We we had to address the shrimp parm in the room.
0: Oh yeah, and it's stinking up the place.
1: It's old shrimp parm.
0: Yeah, it's it's moldy. And it's just like I don't wanna take it out. I don't wanna deal with it, but I think
1: it's time. So I will read a couple of the key headlines that broke over the spring summer on May eleventh in deadline. I'm I'm, quote, I'm I'm pulling from here, May eleventh, twenty nineteen. Adam F. Goldberg, creator of the ABC comedy series The Goldbergs and co-creator of spinoff series Schooled, is moving to ABC Studios from his longtime home at Sony Studios TV with a big four-year overall deal, which is amazing for Adam. And yes, we love Adam. Adam. We love a- Adam. Everything that involves Adam getting deals and creating things is good for us because as gold nerds, right, we're not called the abc tv shows gold nerds right we're the gold nerds that comes from adam's name Uh, absolutely so if anyone has any like questions about you know where the where our you know loyalty and roots lies it is with adam but it also means he will no longer be the showrunner day-to-day of the goldbergs correct that's correct and the other piece of news a little more recent broke on august Sixteenth, uh, twenty nineteen, and this is that Tim Doyle, who's, and this I'm pulling from Hollywood Reporter, Tim Doyle, whose nineteen seventies focused family comedy The Kids Are All Right was that was canceled in May, will take over for co-creator of Schooled Mark Feuerzeig. And so Mark is moving on to work on development and developing shows, as the article says, says that, you know, he's now the show's up and running. He's going to focus on developing some new stuff. And this what seems to be a veteran of television uh, who worked with Adam on Breaking in and Imaginary Mary, worked on Speechless, Last Man Standing, Rules of Engagement, Big Bang Theory, Ellen and the original Roseanne and Grace Under Fire. I forgot about Grace Under Fire. Um, Mr. Doyle. Tim Doyle is going to be the showrunner of school. So these are these are pretty big developments. The, this is probably the biggest changes in the Goldverse behind the scenes since the beginning of the show, is that accurate?
0: Definitely, I'd say so.
1: Now you are in the industry. Tell mm-hmm. can you explain to all of us like what all of this means from a technical standpoint? Not not necessarily the creative point, but how are these changes how do they get implemented? What what is the day to day going to change?
0: Okay, well, it's like the president of a company. No, the CEO of a company. The CEO of a company who is very hands-on. Because it's like a CEO of a startup, okay?
1: Okay. That's
0: Adam. That's Adam. Adam's a CEO of a startup. And his... They just went public or whatever. So his board was like, I think we're going to part ways and he's going to go to another startup. And then the board is like, we got to get a CEO. So they get, they bring in someone new. So this CEO of a startup, he's hands on. He's the one doing everything. Um, He's the one signing off on literally everything and especially Adam because he's so detailed oriented and it's his show and it's his life Um He's like Definitely signing off on every single thing from Props like every toy you see in Adam's in Adam's room. I guarantee our Adam has signed off on and the wardrobe, you know, he's signing off on what clothes are clothes people are wearing. People um I don't think understand everything you see, whether you see it or not, because things in the background, someone had to make a decision about. And there's department heads. Sure everyone has like the props department. Um the props department has a department head and everything, but Adam's the ultimate, like, he's the last stop. He's the one that's finalizing everything that you see on screen. So For,
1: bo- for both shows or for, we're talking about the for flagship? Both, for both shows. The,
0: for the flagship, definitely. I'm not sure. I'm sure he had a, a big hand in in uh, school, but I would say maybe someone else was doing, like, more of the heavy lifting because it's just like i actually i don't know because remember he i i think actually he had a lot to do with um school because he was just drowning in shows so i would i wouldn't be surprised if he was also the one calling all the shots on school and making all the decisions so it's like you have a blank canvas on a show and then you make it a pretty painting and every single stroke Adam had a, a hand in. So it's a big loss, I'd say. We're going into season seven. Um, the show is kind of running itself at that
1: point. And, and to, to, to the credit to the credit of the guys who are left, Chris Bishop and Alex Barnow, they have been with the show for a while, correct? From the beginning or, or for, or, or from the beginning, from the beginning. So, the beginning. so the Goldbergs, while we, I mean, let's be honest, Adam going is something that makes all of us anxious. At least it's staying in the family for the Goldbergs.
0: Totally. Um, it, and you know, you're not going to bring in someone that had, uh, aside from school, which we'll get to, but for Goldberg specifically, you're not going to bring in someone that hasn't already been working on the show. Because you know? that,
1: sh- that show has an established, like, voice. and exactly. And and it is not to be messed with. Like, anything to be exactly. messed with, that's Adam's decision. But everything else, like, that show, that show needs to stay in the language that it's created because it, it's just filled with so many great details and so much love. That you don't want to you don't need to hand that out. By comparison, I would say I, I'm bummed that Mark is not—I don't know Mark personally—but I'm bummed that he's not working on the show. But I could see where having a television veteran come in might be a good thing for the show.
0: Could be, could be. I mean, it's only second season. They've had a, a make, only like 13 episode first season. They're now going to be a full order season of 23 episodes, presumably. Um, So it's their first kind of full season order. Um, And, you know, a lot of shows, uh, specifically comedies, tonally change from season one to season two. Look at The Office, look at Parks and Rec. A lot of people don't even consider, like, the first season of Parks and Rec, like, as part of canon, just because tonally it's shifted so much. Um and to their to the like greatness of the shows too. Like everyone considers season two of The Office to be its greatest season. So this could and, be a and good And I, I
1: would say personally, I'm a season three person for comedies. I think season three of The Office is the greatest season. I think me season too. three of Parks is the greatest season. And I think season three of the Goldbergs is, is I mean, every season's amazing, but season three of the Goldbergs for me is like an unbelievable experience. That's that is the one with Dirty Dancing, right? That's the one with Dirty Dancing and Weird Al and
0: mm-hmm. Rush.
1: Like that is my gateway season. I that one, it, 12 tapes for a penny. Like, oh, and, I love that. In some that. ways, I feel like comedies should automatically be bought for three seasons so they can get their legs under them.
0: Totally. So that being said, um, I, this could be a good thing having a veteran showrunner who's you know been on some pretty successful shows um and I watched some of the kids are all right my parents watched it and they loved it um it's totally a little darker than Goldberg's but kind of the same premise where
1: I feel like the, the 70s blue- were pretty dark
0: yeah i yeah i mean i wouldn't know but I don't think. You I mean, do you I was only alive
1: for—I was alive for a month of the '70s, but my dad talks about living in Philadelphia in the '70s like he was in a post-apocalyptic future.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I was just talking to my dad about the '70s, like skate court culture, and I was like, I was like, that has to be the only good part about the '70s is like the surf and skate culture, and he's like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs>
1: It it was a dark. Um, It was a dark. It was a
0: dark time. So the show was like kind of accurate on that, but it was a good show. I think. um, Again, I don't think they got a a chance, and I think it could have been something pretty great. But he's now unschooled. I think it's for the best. Um, I think this is gonna help.
1: I I think. I think school, like the Goldbergs, whereas the Goldbergs has its voice. And as long as Adam is still involved in, especially the details and the sort of love. because I he don't does know have if a...
0: he's going to be. That's oh. the problem. Well, I,
1: okay. That, I, hopefully they're like passing notes or something. Because...
0: <laughs> I, I, I know he's, I, I feel like he, I read somewhere that he's still going to give the tapes. Like his like school tapes and stuff. So that'll be good. Yeah, I got. I got to be honest. I don't think he's gonna be picking out wardrobe. I don't think he's gonna be picking out props.
1: I hope we still get though, like at least one or two quirky episodes. He tweeted recently about it, like those quirky episodes where he references a movie that only like a few people, like I mean, a lot of people know Highlander, but not everybody watching The Goldbergs knows Highlander. Like those things are such.
0: What was that one? The um, break-in? One? Yeah, break-in? Break-in. Oh,
1: I, break-in. Count down the days for us doing a marathon of the break-in saga, you and me, in my house with my family. It's going to be amazing.
0: We're close. We're like a month away.
1: We're, we're like a month away yeah. for the for another Goldber- Gold Nerds in-person movie. So so I hope we still get those things. I hope so, too. Um, but but uh, So in contrast, though, Schooled, I, I think school you know solid first season totally. solid pilot but it could use it could use a next it could use a level up like we've we've we got the world we got the world we're living in but let's see it how needs a it hook. yeah need
0: the hook and hopefully this guy can give us a solid hook because i think we were on the same page with the first season i think we both enjoyed it it had great moments um but it was just missing something and we're not creatives we're not showrunners or writers so we're not going to be the ones to come up with it but i think it just needs something else and they did hire um a younger teacher who i like i like that
1: that's
0: good i think they needed to add more young teachers into the mix
1: yeah. And I think they can play with that a lot too. I think that, I mean they need to give Lainey and CB a bigger social circle cuz yes. at this point the Lainey CB love is not happening. They're going to become <laughs> friends, which is what we you and I had pushed for from the beginning. And frankly, probably Ever practically everyone in the Goldverse has. So let's let's give CB either a, a relationship or a friend or, or, or a world, you know, a little bit more of a world to play with.
0: Outside of Lainey. Exactly. I think they really played yeah. off the slow love triangle just to get Barry back in the finale, which I love because Blaney's back together, so that's fine. Um, but CB and Lainey need to remain friends and that's it.
1: Yeah. Do you think we'll get... We'll still get appearances of Goldberg's characters once a season? Like, we'll get a Barry episode, we'll get an Erica episode.
0: Totally. I just um, saw uh, Haley's story, and I'm pretty like ninety percent sure she was going to be unschooled because she didn't. She didn't show her 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 like face, and you know how she has that '90s Rachel hair. So
1: I love the '90s Rachel's hair. Rachel hair they give her.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. Um, So yeah, I think I think we'll see a lot of Goldberg characters. Back in there, and maybe even some that we didn't see yet. I mean, I don't know why well, Adam would go back to school, but maybe we'd see Adam. Who
1: knows? Now that Sean's getting older, I would also now Vic is coming back to the Goldbergs, right? Is that true? You heard
0: it here first. Vic is back.
1: Vic from season one, from from what is it, Minnie Murray, or what the 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 guy who worked in the furniture shop?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's Vic.
1: And he's back. because Is Speechless over? Is that what happened?
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe Speechless is mid-season. Oh, wait. Did Speechless get canceled? It might have gone. No, I don't know. Honestly, I haven't kept up with There's just too much happening. Oh,
1: no. It came to the end of the road.
0: Oh, it did get canceled.
1: Yeah, it got canceled. That's a bummer. That was a brilliant I show, but you though. know what? I didn't watch it enough, and I feel bad now. I'm like, ah. Oh. I feel like shows need to have a stay of execution. No one watches them as they're on anymore. I mean, there's a few shows people watch as they're on. But if you're like I'm a like network network show, how are you relying on ratings still?
0: I don't think... I think they... Uh, I think a lot more goes into ratings. Like, nowadays, they just... No one ever talks about it. Ah, uh, okay. Think it's just easier to be like, low ratings instead of like, this show doesn't travel well internationally, which is what they're looking for.
1: And syndication and things like that.
0: Yeah. Like does it travel well and travel well means can people rewatch episodes? Um, can are people watching it outside the U S comedy doesn't really travel that well, but friends Yet for some
1: reason I've stuff. seen according to Jim in every middle Eastern country I've ever visited.
0: Yeah, so it's like it's random stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so kind of to recap, uh, I don't think um, I'm a little nervous if I'm gonna be honest. I'm a little nervous for both shows about the future.
1: Um, Itchy itchy and rashy. Well, at least we get Cedric Yarbrough who played Vic, back this season.
0: Thank God. I'm not so worried about the individual episodes. I'm just worried about the future um, overall. I I would be remiss if I didn't say I was worried. But having said that, there's a larger part of me that's trying to be like, no, just like watch the season unfold. Let it happen. Let's see if if it's still the same show we know and love because the only thing I can compare it to is the contentious like season seven of Gilmore Girls when the showrunners left and that was not amicable Um, they did not want to leave the show type of thing I don't think Adam did but I don't think it it was as contentious as Amy Sherman Palladino you know leaving Gilmore Girls but you could definitely see the tonally it was a different show. Like it was run by a different person. Um, A lot of plot points changed and stuff. I just, um, I didn't mind the season, but I definitely could see like it was different. So it tasted differently, you know? And I guess I kind of worry that's going to happen with Adam. Because, because the details not there, They're, you know, they didn't live Adam's life. Adam lived Adam's life, you know. So, uh, like, automatically, right there, the show is different. Um, and it's well, like, I don't think Adam's gonna be like, don't Adam. You know, these showrunners aren't gonna be like, well, what would Adam do? It's gonna be like, we're in charge now. It, you know, what would we do? And that's where it's getting right. There are
1: those little things that he fought for, or those letters he would write to get the rights to use certain things. That exactly. I, maybe these guys are good too, but there's something magic about Adam. Okay, so with the magic of Adam, uh, let's 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 <laughs> let's put some hope, some positivity in our in our lives. What would you wish? Like, for, so one thing I'm excited about with Adam is that, like, if he's going with this overall ABC deal, like that means that the next Adam thing is coming one day and what like do you have a wish list? I have like a wish list of things I would like for Adam to do if he's listening. Yeah, I have
0: a wish list. You go first because I feel like we might have double ups.
1: So, Kevin Smith recently announced that he's going to get to do the He-Man series continuation. Yeah. I want I want Adam to do the Transformers but go back to the G1 animation. So not None of the spin-offs or Beast Wars or weird CGI nonsense, but go back to Transformers, the TV show G one and build a world from that the same way Kevin Smith is do it getting to do it with He Man. Adam would just do it to perfection. Especially with the way he appreciated the the way he used Transformers the movie and Gold getting the Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. Then I want to see him and Kevin Smith collaborate. Yes. Cuz they have collaborated already quite a bit, which is amazing. On like a kids show or or like a but a show that's a throwback to that era of Transformers and, and like an original property or maybe a Thundercats reboot or continuation. Like those guys get it and they could make it great. And then last but not least, look, he's getting the ABC deal. I feel like that's one step removed from disney plus world since they're all owned by the same company let's let's get adam a star wars show
0: animation or not
1: don't care but i give him one of these live action ones like i don't want to see i have to say i i love i'm excited for obi-wan kenobi that one I'm, i'm excited for but because uh, that's Ewan McGregor, I am not excited for this, The Mandalorian, which is like the, I mean, maybe it'll be good, but right now I'm not excited for it. But I bet whatever Adam would do in the Star Wars universe would be so lovingly perfect. Let's let's have him do it. Let's okay. have him do it the, the next show. Because he gets it. He loves it. He's. You need people who love these things for real and aren't mercenaries to use these properties. Because if you don't, then you get the weird G.I. Joe movies that they made or all of the Transformers movies except Bumblebee
0: <laughs> I love Bumblebee yeah oh it's such a good movie. that was such a good movie
1: yeah um
0: I was gonna say He-Man I think that would be great uh I don't know are they already making a He-Man movie is that coming out
1: I've heard they're making a He-Man movie, but I have no idea where that lands in the development world. Um, have you seen the one from the 80s, though? Because... No. Oh, my God. The He-Man movie from the 80s is insane. It was made by Canon Films, the same guys who made *Breakin'*, Electric Boogaloo, and all that. And it's starring Dolph Lundgren, and it's super low budget and has all like all sorts of extra characters they create. It's a total mess. It's a fun movie.
0: Um yeah I would want that there's been talk about Squirrel Girl are you familiar with the Squirrel Girl I am familiar Farmers. with Squirrel
1: Girl and I'm familiar with there's like a she's Marvel or DC yeah, Marvel. She's Marvel. and there's so, a and there's yeah. a certain um, there's a certain uh, there's like a cult thing on the internet that people think Anna Kendrick should play her
0: there's a lot of yeah cause she's squirrely she's like kind of super sarcastic and Sharp and witty, um but like funny, you know. But like, oh, Squirrel Girl is also like a more of a thicker person. So like, I heard a lot of people want Barb from Stranger Things to to be it.
1: That's interesting. I like yeah. I like I like Barb. Wow, I forgot her name right now, which is a bummer because I've actually met her. Really. Yeah, I met her at a comic con, got her autograph, chatted with her. Um, I don't, you know I don't know if she could carry a whole movie though. I mean es- Ethel Muggs. Could you see a whole movie of Ethel Muggs?
0: God, no! Please don't don't do that to me. <laughs> um, it is her name is Shannon Purser.
1: Shannon Purser. Oh God, I shouldn't know that.
0: But She's like, cool. yeah, she seems cool. Um. Yeah, a, a lot of – she's, you know a, – a, I think they made a uh, – I don't want to continue. But, yeah, I honestly would have, like, Anna Kendrick be
1: Squirrel Girl.
0: Um, but I think that would be really cool if they did, like, a series.
1: Oh, oh a series. That would be great. You know who I would love? Uh what? If not that, I, I would go for um, – Either of the leads from Booksmart, Caitlin Dever or Beanie Feldstein. Oh, Either dude. of those, I think, would Beanie crush... Beanie as struggle.
0: Holy shit.
1: Would crush it.
0: I, I Oh thought that, my god, Shy. We're making this movie slash series. I don't care right now. Beanie, get on the phone. Yeah, Beanie, Beanie Be- Feldstein
1: is fantastic. Dude, she's going
0: places for sure. I know it. That girl has, is a star.
1: She's ten- the and Caitlyn Deaver I've been a fan of her since she was a kid and she was on when um, she was on Justified which I loved that show and she was amazing on it as like a little kid she was one of the best actors on the show well
0: I'm watching her on Unbelievable right now
1: oh how and, is that
0: uh, it's, it's tough to watch not gonna lie okay. but it's like so freaking good like tough to watch in the source material mm. um, I don't know if you know
1: what it's about I do not know what it's about, but it looks okay. like there's a bunch of shows that are streaming shows that look sad to me,
0: it's, with
1: great actors, sad. but I don't have the emotional strength to yeah, watch like sad. a sad show.
0: It's sad. It's frustrating. Um, it's about a rape case. Ugh. But it's like so good, and she's so fantastic in it. But that makes it seems like she's gonna want to do a lot more dramas. Got it. And. But Beanie doing something sarcastic like this, oh my god,
1: I need it right now. Well, now I didn't know Caitlyn Deaver was in Unbelievable, so now I'm gonna check it out. So,
0: oh, I it's really good. Um, she's so incredible in it, she's a she's such a great actress. Both these girls are just they're going places for sure.
1: Yeah, it was a, and, and Booksmart was a cool movie, but for me, the third act was sort of just kind of a... Like, they opened up all these threads, and I don't think they closed them so well. But the two of them, that's the breakout movie for them. And let's have a Lily wild, make some more comedies.
0: Yeah. So I would like him to do Squirrel Girl, He-Man. I want him just to do, like, comic stuff. Yeah, that's the that's the property I want him to do. Like, just like funny comedy comics,
1: like those those offbeat comics, the ones that are a little bit meta that aren't yeah aren't exactly. your typical, right? I could yeah, cause he'd do it right, cause he he'd put the right amount of heart in it. He knows how to. Ah, he's the best. I know
0: He, he could do anything. Isn't, and, he, isn't he like gonna do Muppet stuff? I feel like he's doing Muppet stuff. That oh, just seems like obvious I, for the guy.
1: I hope so. If there's anyone that should be allowed to touch the Muppets, it's him. And and now with the Dark Crystal, I, I mean, it's a it's a weird thing to tell people to check out. It's because it's a very niche thing. But I know he's he's a fan. The Dark Crystal poster was in the show, is in Adam's room. And mm-hmm. so I just watched that new series and it took a couple episodes to get into it, but it was it was fantastic. And and I feel like people are open to that revisiting those kind of strange worlds. Or what's say let's say a labyrinth sequel. I mean, David Bowie has passed, but also his character turned into an owl at the end of the movie. So we don't need to have <laughs> him in a labyrinth sequel, but like let's, you know, let's make Jennifer Connolly the goblin queen and uh jump back into the world of the labyrinth and have Adam do that. With you Jim know, Henson sure. Productions.
0: And, and, you know, this deal with with ABC doesn't mean that his shows need to air on ABC. They could be Netflix shows. Um, so you can get... You can be a little grittier. Like, kind of like um, Breaking In. Very you know cool. I think uh, that show just, you know, wasn't at the right time. But... If they wanted to, not that they would do breaking in again, but like if he wanted to do something edgier like that, he has the platform to do it on streaming.
1: Yeah, and not to be a jerk about Sony, but I'd much rather be, with for the little I know about the world, much rather be working with ABC. Totally.
0: I mean, he has so many properties at his disposal. Like he can use a lot of the IP already. Yeah. So. Whereas
1: with Sony, what do you get? You get Peter Parker because they took it back from Marvel. They took their toy back from Marvel.
0: I know.
1: Oh, sorry. Now, now I'm just now I'm just going into rant. Now yeah,
0: you're just ranting, but um, <laughs> which is fine. I think we're all a little bummed about about
1: but, Peter Parker. Oh yeah. But Adam, course, you're the Tom best. Holland. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I still think they're going to work it out. I still think they're going to figure it out. I don't think.
0: I think they are. They, they're, they'd they be dumb not to, to be honest.
1: Like, there's a way for everyone to make a lot of money on that deal, to do it right. Yep. Just, and, you know, now things are quiet is when things get worked out. But Adam, we love you. You're the best. We love you, you're, Adam. You're the best showrunner, creator, and honestly, the best treats the fans the best of any... Show. I mean, I don't know other showrunners, but Hound
0: Stan. I I, I've been around the block. Hounds down. Adam's the best. I mean, this guy. I like. I know we're not friends, but it feels like we're friends because of how nice he is. You treat me better than some of my actual friends.
1: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll give those friends a talking to. I bet Adam would too. He wouldn't want people. Yeah. He wouldn't want.
0: But we love you, Adam. We're excited for you. Um, I feel like the world is his oyster right now. And just yeah. has... Kid in the candy shop can pick whatever candy he wants. And just let it run.
1: And it'll be amazing. So do you have hopes and dreams for season two of of Schooled or season two... Well, I guess we talked a little bit about season two of School, but... S- season 7 of the Goldbergs We're so lucky Seven seasons of this show Wow.
0: We are, are we so lucky, lucky. We're so lucky To have a cast that loves each other still To have Fresh ideas Each season I mean dude We're at season 7 and we're getting vacation Like that was on my Bucket list when we're getting that episode 1 Like and not only that Christine Brinkley
1: Oh, Christine Brinkley is my first love by the way Christy Brinkley is my first love her in Billy Joel's Uptown Girl video riding on the back of the motorcycle and then she also would be in the Keeping the Faith video but like the first human I ever had a crush on was her mm-hmm.
0: I mean I, I, just to get her back to vacation to get Michael Anthony Hall back to vacation I'm just I'm crying I love my, Michael Anthony Hall I think he's What he's done with his career has been pretty sick. Um,
1: Even when he was trout on Psych, he was a great villain.
0: Oh, I know. (laughs) Oh, man. I can't talk about Psych right now. Oh, just real quick. They're pushing Psych back. It was supposed to be um, December of this year on USA, and now it's going to be sometime in 2020 on the new Universal streaming site. And I'm just like, why, God? Huh. That movie's been in the can for a while. Anyways, I digress. But yeah, to get I,
1: I suspect because people who want that show will sign up for their service so they can see that show.
0: Yeah, because I am.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then cancel it after I watch it. Um, but yeah, to like get Anthony Michael Hall season 7 in Vacation like that's how you keep things fresh, you know. I think what Adam did was really smart about not doling everything out so quickly and he left you know he paced it really well with like these big properties because he could have done vacation in season four you know yeah absolutely and for him to be like the restraint to be like no we're gonna wait we're gonna wait um and now in season seven we're getting that as a premiere i'm like i'm just so giddy so that's on my bucket list
1: <clears throat> um, I, ne- I nearly fainted when I saw the Cheers cast.
0: So, that's a part of the new, like, I guess ABC's doing, like, a whole week of old cast going on new shows. So, like, we're getting Cheers. Grey's Anatomy is getting, like, the cast of Charmed. Um, It's stuff like that. So, it's, like...
1: That's really, so interesting like, because Cheers is an NBC property, right?
0: Um, Well, it aired on NBC. I would imagine it was... Universal, but um, cause I, but yeah, it is a universal property actually. So, I guess they just—it's interesting which shows they brought back and why they didn't bring back like ABC shows. Yeah, but hey, we get the cast of Cheers, which is awesome.
1: I feel like that's a huge sign of respect for the Goldbergs. Like, I, I think Charmed is a really cool cult show. But like when you talk about iconic TV shows, Grey's Anatomy is getting charmed, and The Goldbergs <laughs> gets Cheers. Cheers, one of the defining sitcoms of an era, like an entire really? era of television. And and I'm not a huge Cheers fan, although I've pretty much seen every episode. I wouldn't say it's like in my top ten even, but but you can't you can't deny doubt it. The, deny. And you know, Cheers is a show where it had a darkness to it, right? It doesn't really have a happy ending. It doesn't really have a like. Sam and Diane get married. Ending right? It just kind of—it's uh-huh. it, almost ends Seinfeld-esque. It kind of ends a little bit where it started,
0: right? Uh, that, but it's like a—it's a, a pop culture zeitgeist, and there's nothing I loved more than pop culture zeitgeist.
1: I'm agree. I agree with you. I am all in on them. Even when I don't like them, I like that they're there because I like having that fabric that ties everyone together.
0: Totally. Um, so yeah, like huge get for the Goldbergs. I mean. I think that's episode three. Um, episode two is Sam, or I guess Jeff. Um, something I don't know. I, it sounds like he's not going to college, and he wants to like pursue something ridiculous and not go to college. So that that'll be interesting. But dream list, I mean. I think I've talked about this on Twitter. I'd really like him to do Fast Time at Richmond High.
1: Yes. That's a big movie for you.
0: It's it's a big movie. It's like one of my favorites. It's my dad and my favorites movie to watch Um, together. I know it's like crazy to watch with your dad, but it it's based about on San Diego school in the 70s, even though it aired in the 80s, um, like late 70s. Cameron... Um, Kevin Crow like was went undercover for Rolling Stones to a I think my dad said it was like um um escaping it but one of the high schools near him and so like some of the characters that are based off of are based off of are like some of my dad's friends. What? Uh, yeah, like he he uh, he knew like the guy that was based off Spicoli. Like what? the yeah. Spicoli they were shot
1: like, Mr. Hand or whatever it was. Pulled a knife on Mr. Hand, whatever. I love the way that rumor spreads.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, because my dad graduated in '76, and this was based off '78, and I think um, there was like o- there was overlap, and uh, like they were all like the surf culture back then was like you know everybody, so um yeah he definitely knew like the guy that Spicoli was based off of and like or like the few people I was based off of because it's never just one person it's always like a, a like a little bit of a few people but yeah it was crazy so like I just love watching that movie with him and I think it would I mean it's pretty dark I don't know if they could totally make it work but Ferris Bueller's kind of dark if you think about it and they made that oh work. yeah
1: yeah, absolutely, and and Revenge of the Nerds—they always do a good job of also like tackling the things that are odd. So yeah, so here is my list. By the way, I accidentally—you know—that you have both Twitter feeds on your on your phone, so I accidentally tweeted this as the Gold Nerds. But when Adam <laughs> asked what what faves people should throw in there uh, of movie homages, uh, I had big. I just like the idea of Adam going oh, to Feo Schwartz so and jumping on the piano. I had The Great Outdoors, which would be an Uncle Marv episode where they go on vacation and Uncle Marv just does crazy shit. <laughs> I had a Field of Dreams episode, which could be Murray dealing with his dad. Like I, I feel like there could be a real bittersweet episode with – um, that's Pop Pop with Murray and, and his like difficult relationship with his dad. I feel like you get a real te- tearjerker if you had that character pass away and, and you had Murray – follow some sort of deep soul searching thing about his relationship with his dad and his sons. And, um, and then Buckaroo Banzai is, oh, have you seen that? That's going to, we're going to add that to our list of cult movies from the eighties. Peter Weller, Jeff Goldblum take on aliens that include Christopher Lloyd and John Lithgow <laughs> as the bad guys. I just like the idea of the tasty boys and the dropouts teaming up and fighting aliens in New Jersey. Lance I think you're on mute. After my long, poetic oh. description, <laughs> I
0: was talking. I was talking to you. Oh, I was okay. like, "Why did not you answer me?" Um, I was saying, I haven't heard a lot of that, but that's why we have the show, so I can learn about it. Because, like, I really want to see Breaking In now because of the show. Um, especially part two, the Electric Boogaloo, because that's Blaney's favorite movie together. So. And now oh, yeah. we're going to watch. Don't it. don't worry.
1: Each movie's 80 minutes long. So, <laughs> you watch the whole Perfect. thing and the key is to watch the whole thing in one shot.
0: Oh, wow. and um What's that? What was that? One with the the BMX biking that
1: Oh, BMX Bandits.
0: Yeah, that one. Oh no, there's Rad. There's Rad is That's the original. It, rad.
1: rad is the one that 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 he that Adam used. But the other one from that era is b m x bandits, which is Nicole Kidman's first film when she was a teenager.
0: Oh my God, see it's stuff like that like that's why I love this show so much because it's not things that I know about, and it's the best things I love are the ones that I don't know <laughs> like i don't i I would never know about a movie called rad or b m x bandits lol um, and <laughs> yeah, so I watch these old properties um that Otherwise I would never have known about. So I hope they get to a lot more of obscure eighties stuff, including your list, so we can like talk about it and watch it. Oh yeah.
1: Well, should we uh it's always sad to go, but I feel I like we got the we got the new season coming. We're gonna have a new episode of the Gold Nerd soon.
0: Yeah. Well we can wrap
1: up. Where do people follow you, Lons?
0: Uh, you can follow me at PKPrime12 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow the Gold Nerds on all the Gold Nerd sites. Twitter at the Gold Nerds. Or Instagram at the Gold Nerds. Twitter at Gold Nerds. Goldnerds.com. Facebook Gold Nerds. Hit us up. Tell us what you want to see for Season 7 um, of Goldbergs and Season 2 of Schooled. Uh, Shy, where can we hit you?
1: You can follow me at pancake4table, pancake and the number 4table on Twitter and Instagram. And you can catch me on the Friday Night Movie podcast with my sisters. And Ash and I have been back in the lab taping season two of the cult side podcast we we (laughs) created called Behind the Behind the Music, where we watch every behind the music episode we can find and we review them one by one and uh, we, I logged into our, our Podbean site and realized there had been like a ton of downloads of that show so we are doing a season 2 and continuing where we left off so after we tape a bunch of episodes we'll probably drop them all at the same time so people can binge them
0: that's awesome guys check out behind the behind the music please you won't be disappointed. As always, this has been the Gold News Podcast. We're, like, less than a week away from Season 7 and Season 2. So we'll be back on your airwaves very shortly. Shy, it's been a pleasure.
1: Always a pleasure, lady bro. <laughs> um,
0: JTP out.
1: Have a season premiere. <laughs>
0: Hi guys Hello and welcome to another new episode of the Gold Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Lons, and I'm joined by my co-host Shay. Oh my god, I messed that up again. Let me do it again. I have a friend named Shay. I think you really,
1: him. really, yeah. Oh wow. I think
0: you. I think you met him. It's like Shay and I was just texting him right now. Hold on. Um, it was weird. Weird. Weird timing. Okay, let me do it one more time. <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to another new episode of the Golden Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Lons, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shit. God damn it, why can't I get this? <laughs> oh, one more time. i taking this really well. All right. Me or you? Uh,
1: you. Oh, I'm totally fine with it. Man, doing the intro of a podcast, like that moment right before it starts, there's like a certain level of stress. Like, <sighs> so yeah, I feel you. We're good. All right,
0: one more. Hello, and welcome to another new episode of the Golden Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, shut that down. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is the best gag reel ever.
0: <laughs> oh, I have like mom brain now because of the f- puppy. Oh, yeah. God. All right.